Who's got internet that's never lagging? Whose groceries do their own bagging? Who's got hair worth extra bragging? With pants that aren't too sagging? They only put up with a little nagging. Who's hotter than a fire-breathing dragon? Jack Wagon. Welcome back, you bunch of Jack Wagons and the Mullet Mafia. Excited to have you back for another episode. It is January 6th, a uh, very famous day in sports history. It's the anniversary of the Double Doink. It's one of the, the greatest moments to be a Chicago Bears fan. Um, Iconic. I just, yeah, I just had to get that out there because NBC won't let me go one week of watching football without hearing about Double Doink. Um, so I just had to get that it, off my chest real quick. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But, but exciting episode to bring to you guys. Very excited to... Uh, be back talking sports with all of you. Uh, I missed it over the last two days because I have nothing better to do with my life. Um, yeah. At all. Let's, let's get into it. Um, gonna start off, go over the uh, bowl game from Tuesday night. Uh, Kansas State just steamrolled LSU, um, which wasn't really surprising because LSU had so many players either opt out or decided they were transferring before this bowl game. Uh, they were if there was one picture posted where Kansas State had like a full sideline, like all their players like showed up, um, and <laughs> they had nowhere better to be. Yeah, and uh, like their their sideline was packed, and LSU's sideline looked like a, like a freaking high school JV team. Um, <laughs> it was bad, but uh, my my favorite moment of that game Good was night. was uh, <laughs> LSU on the very last play of the game. Ran a reverse pass and scored a touchdown. And I shit you not, they celebrated like they just won the the championship. Like it was yeah. hysterical to watch. It was like y'all are losing by twenty points, and you you do a trick play to score a touch. Like I I'm not upset they did it. Like hey, whatever, it's a bowl game. It's like yeah, really didn't matter. But it was just have like, some fun. Yeah, the way they celebrated it was just like all right, listen, you still got blown up by twenty points. I would calm down. Uh, and then also a uh, Brian Kelly their new head coach for next season um, was in the booth interviewing. Probably transferred again already. <laughs> they, uh, they brought up his accent thing and <laughs> he was, <laughs> he, he freaking like doubled down on his stupidity. He um, says, you know, I'm, I'm a kid from Boston. You know, we never really had strong accents up there. Like, sir, excuse me, but Boston has like one of the thickest accents in the United yeah. States. Oh my God. Like, and he was like, he explains why he's miserable. Yeah. And so yeah, he, he just doubled down on that, but that was just funny to hear. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, we have one game left now. It's to the national championship game. Uh, Michaela Levitt is still in the lead by one game now because uh, my dumbass forgot to close <laughs> the uh, the the poll or whatever, so people can still join later on. And uh, Mr. Wilson twenty seven is now in second by one game. So it'll be interesting to see if they picked against each other in a national championship game or not. Um, but it is close now, so nobody else can join. So don't, don't try it. Um, but yeah, so that wraps up just about Copper One Bowl Mania. One bowl left, national championship game. Uh, I'm very excited to watch anyway. Um, we also have the FCS national championship this weekend. Um, that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, North Dakota State and Montana State. Um, two cold-ass people. And they're going to Texas, thank God. I'm pretty sure it's in Texas anyway, um, which, I mean, they're going to be very excited for. But, 
nonetheless, uh, that what is, is going what on have. at North Dakota State? Like, why <laughs> they have nothing better to do other than play hockey and football? Yeah, but I don't, like I don't understand. I feel like <laughs> I feel like they're that that normal school, like my high school, and yeah, like my high school for basketball. That that normal school that goes to like <laughs> the tournament full of the Christian academies <laughs> and like whoops up on them. That's what I feel like North Dakota State is. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, good for them anyway. Yeah, I mean, whatever, by all means, <laughs> get them trophies. <laughs> It's funny, though, is because, like, they won't – I don't know if it's they won't or if they can't, whatever, but, like, James Madison is moving up to, like, Division One A now, and a bunch of other schools have, and North Dakota State is just running over these teams in, in <laughs> FCS. And they've, it's not like they haven't ever played a, like, Division One team. They have. I'm pretty sure they beat Iowa the one year. Like, it's not they, – they, they are a good team. And it's like, damn, just, just go up a division already. So, like, I don't know what's going on there. And I, yeah. I kind of wish they would just go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. whatever. By all yeah. means, like, it probably uh, feels good. But you, yeah, like, I mean, I, honestly, like, the way I, I've ruined people in my NCAA dynasty, like, at this point, like, I don't want to switch schools again. So, yeah, I, I get it. Like, we're, we're winning natties. Fuck yeah. it. Why, why, why leave? I, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Could you imagine, though, if they did move up? It, but and I, they well, just, like. Imagine, like. Like, Their home like games I said, would have like six people at them. <laughs> no, they play in a dome, dude. They keep it nice and warm. That thing gets packed. I've I've seen the videos of that. That, that is a wild. I really want to go to a game there, and like just because like the videos are just wild. Uh, it's called the Fargo Dome. But um, no. But could you imagine if they like moved up to NCAA like Division One, and <laughs> like like I said that you know they've already been like Iowa and Kansas and teams like that. They just like somehow luck their way into the playoffs, and they just smack Alabama. And just like, oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> it would be great. It would never happen, but you I know would, me, yeah, I, I love a good underdog story. Exactly, too. I would be like, I would be probably the first one on the bandwagon. I, 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 I would. <laughs> They'd be one and zero, and I'd be like, let's go, Natty. <laughs> They're one and zero, and they just played a random FCS school. I was like, oh yeah, that, that doesn't count. Just played their warm up game of the year. <laughs> I'm going off on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, well, I'll let you talk about some uh, men's basketball now. Yes, men's basketball um, of the NCAA likes. Uh, we had a big Tuesday night. Um, Marquette upset, the unranked Marquette upset uh, number 16 Providence um, in a pretty convincing fashion. Uh, they won 88 to 56. Uh, obviously shaking the top 25 up a little bit. Um, I'm not sure. I just realized, I don't know how I didn't see this earlier, but that we're having that issue we were having uh, on that other podcast with rankings because I also had number 21 LSU <laughs> upsetting number 16 Kentucky. So no, I could right. be a dumb one too. No, that's but, right. Okay. Yeah. But I said 16 Providence too. Oh, yeah, I don't that's know. not right. I don't know what you're smoking, bud. Like maybe it could just I could just be dumb. It is what it is. Well, I mean, so let me are. just check out the top twenty-five. Well, I... Oh no, no, they are literally both ranked sixteen. What the hell? Huh? Oh yeah, they are. What? <laughs> I just got to the top twenty-five. This is not editing any of this. this <laughs> no, is this just there's no seventeenth ranked team. Both there's Providence not. and Kentucky are ranked sixteenth right now. 
What? And that, oh, now, now the best part is both of them lost. <laughs> like, it'd be one thing if like 16 and 17 lost, but it's the fact that they're both ranked 16 and they both <laughs> lost. This is the wild, this is a wild development right here happening live on Jack Wagon Sports. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We've got to be the first ones to talk about this. There's no way. There's no way somebody else has done it yet. I mean, this is on, so this is on USA Today. Well, no, so I, I'm on like, ESPN. I was going to say, but it's on Google too, yeah. Like, no, so the, the best was, and this actually came out the other day, so they were, the, the rankings came out on Monday, and Georgia was actually, um, not ranked, but like they, they put in a little subsection below, um, like teams that also received votes to get ranked, and Georgia received votes, and everybody's like, how, like, what? Like, that, that's got to be a mistake. <laughs> and uh because georgia's five and nine right now like they're not good like it's not like somebody was like oh you know like hey they just lost two in a row but you know they, they've won all their yeah. other games whatever no they are five and nine well here what a lot of people are thinking happened was um a bunch of the sports writers just saw the g logo and thought that meant gonzaga and started voting for them <laughs> and so they were getting like a couple first place votes, and that's why they also it also said on there like recedes votes or whatever. And it's like, excuse me, what? And so right. like, just wild college basketball rankings this weekend. My God. <laughs> also, I, I, just, I, I just I can't believe it. I wouldn't have ever thought I'd see it. <laughs> I, I just want to also point out very quickly, um, Villanova also looks like they finally have their shit together. So I'm very happy about that. Attaboy. That makes one of our teams. Um, but anyway, following a big Tuesday, we have a big Saturday coming up with two top 25 divisional games. Um, over in the Big 12, we have number six, Kansas, taking on number 25, Texas Tech. Uh, Kansas is 12-1. and one. Texas Tech is 10, 10 and 3. That was a lot of tens or tense. God, I can't even talk now. That was a lot of T's there. Um, who you got on this one, Jordan? <laughs> Take your time, man. That was a lot. I just added two more to you. This is ridiculous. Oh, oh my God. They're going to they're show on the podcast today. <laughs> I can't even speak now. Uh, I'm, I'm taking Kansas. Uh, I, I want to talk more about this, but I'm laughing too hard. Just give me Kansas. Uh, yeah, I got Kansas too. Um, I, I think it's going to be a good Big 12 game, but Kansas is looking really good right now. Um, and uh, our other game over in the SEC, we have 18 Tennessee taking on uh, at 21 LSU. Uh, Tennessee is 10 and 3. LSU is 13 and 1, um, which is kind of surprising. <laughs> They're sitting at 21 and 13 and 1. I, I don't know. Maybe it's who they played. Well, who well, you got, George? Yeah. Well, Colorado State's undefeated right now, and they're ranked like 22nd. So I seen um, that. I yeah. Think- and meanwhile, you have two number sixteen teams. Um, <laughs> I really hope they're both ranked the same number again next week. Like, I, dude, they should it. be. I <laughs> wish. Do it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to give Tennessee. Uh, ever since they had that really disappointing loss early in the season to Villanova, um, they, they've started to turn it around now, um, and I, I think they're on the right track. Uh, this will go a long way into setting the precedent of. Who's gonna win the SEC? I've I've said all along this year that I think Tennessee is you know gonna be the the top team. Kentucky you know has been ranked higher, but they've struggled a lot. Uh, LSU is showing their strength. Um, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but 
I, I really feel like people didn't think they were going to be this good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one, buddy. Um, this LSU team is good recently. Because you don't want to yeah. try it. You don't want to try and say ten again. No, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm not even worried about it. Don't even need to. Um, this LSU team is has looked good recently, and they upset one of the current number sixteen seeds. <laughs> or sixteen seeds. Uh, well, yeah, seeds. Whatever. Um, <laughs> this is the dumbest right shit now. I have ever seen in my life. I I can't stop staring <laughs> at the screen. I'm like, this isn't. I arena. know. I like. I can't even talk. Or like I've, I've like I was like okay maybe thank they're... God they weren't number ten. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got like worried because I was like well like maybe I'm just like blind and like I can't see the seventeen. But I've clicked on both teams, <laughs> and it says like next to their name like on like the scores or whatever sixteen. I'm like this is absolutely yeah. wild. I was like I was upset because I was like dude I really did it again like I wasn't paying attention and nope it wasn't me this time. It was the sports gods still. On their New Year's hangover. <laughs> Apparently. Um, <laughs> well, co- the college basketball has been calm the last few weeks. They had to do something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, mo- moving on. Uh, it's going to be another wild weekend in the NFL. Um, just wet and wild. and. I don't know. I don't know their do- another W word. Um, first game Wonderful. up. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. um, well... As long as the Jets and Jacksonville are playing, I don't think anything's going to be wonderful. Um, <laughs> speaking I, of which... I don't know, man. Speaking of which, first game up, we have Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Um, now, the key to this game uh, is if Indianapolis wins, they clinch the wild card, or a wild card spot, excuse me. Um, so, Nick, who do you got? <laughs> Listen, man. Um, I've been on a Jacksonville, or the Jacksonville, the Indianapolis bandwagon. Um, all season, they were a team that I thought they were going to do a little better, um, but they've been in some close games. Um, you know, not to mention the fact that their run game is basically their only offense. Carson Wentz has been efficient, but passing game hasn't been anything flashy. Um, but <laughs> the way this NFL season has been, and Jacksonville and the Jets, I believe we talked about it last week, um, have not been giving up. They're not thinking for no um for no playoffs or uh draft spots <laughs> the jets came out almost beat tom brady um, i mean to be fair to be at fair. this point you're you're tanking for aiden hutchinson and no disrespect he is obviously one of the best players in college but the way he just got manhandled against georgia i don't know if i want him right now <laughs> yeah oh i like honestly a dn might not be the first two pick because both of them did not play well in their season finale but anyway, um, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I want to say the Colts, but <laughs> something's telling me to go Jacksonville. And I, you know me. I think I have to go with it. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Indianapolis. Uh, I, I, I think just Jonathan Taylor alone is going to will them Enjoy into being the playoffs. You know, I, as much as I want to see it, two, my, my man's two sprains. I um, I ain't never been right in my life. I, I ain't got no problem being wrong. Okay. Boy. Um, but yeah, I, I think Jonathan Taylor is just gonna will this team. Uh, I think the Jacksonville crowd is also gonna factor into this uh, as they're showing up dressed as clowns. Um, yes, dude. Which I am very excited to see. I really hope I get that game on TV. I know I'm not going to, but I want to just so I can see. Uh, but I know social. Oh, it's media's... gonna be all over Twitter, and I can't yeah. wait. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, so again, if Indianapolis wins, they are in. Moving on, uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Uh, this is always a, a high intense, high intensity game, um, but it carries a little weight this weekend too. So for Pittsburgh, they have the easier road, I would say. Uh, they need to win. They need Indianapolis to lose. And it doesn't matter who wins, uh, either the Chargers or the Raiders, as long as it doesn't end in a tie, um, Pittsburgh will get into the playoffs. Now for Baltimore, they need to win. They need Indianapolis, the Chargers, and the Dolphins all to lose. Um, so they have, they have a little bit tougher road there. Um, but Pittsburgh at Baltimore, and hopefully for Baltimore, if, if they want any shot of making the playoffs, they really need Lamar to come back. Uh, I know that ankle injury is still nagging him. Um, but I, I would honestly say, at least for me, if he doesn't play, and I mean, not that Big Ben has been anything special. Now, he did look really good on Monday night, but um, who, do, who do you have? Did you did you pick somebody in that? I was going to, and I was like, right, no, we gotta let Nick go first. I was like, dude, uh, all that, all the scenarios, it was a lot. Um, but anyway, um, no, I, I very much respected and appreciated to see on Twitter, um, the Big Ben finale at Heinz Field, and almost brought a tear to my eye for the big fella. But uh, he's about to get spanked. <laughs> um, at, now. I got to say, I I thought he was going to get spanked this past weekend, but um, I I, I do – see, I don't know why I do this. I came out first thing and said he was going to get spanked, and I hadn't even made a full decision yet. Um, Like, first of all, I I think game score aside and win or loss aside, T.J. Watt is going to break the sack record, and he is going to solidify his – Defensive Player of the Year status. Um, I love my boy Mike Parsons, even though he's on the enemy team. Um, but I understand he's versatile, but you can't break a sack record and not be Defensive Player of the Year, especially when <laughs> that defense is the reason that team's won games. Um, but no, I think hostile environment in Baltimore with playoffs on the line, um, you know, I, I, definitely, I, I definitely think Baltimore is going to pull it out. I'm going to disagree with you there. Oh, uh, get him, Tony. <laughs> I'm going to go with Pitt. And the reason why is I think um, even if Lamar plays, like I said, he's going to be hobbled. Um, or, or not hobbled, but at least I, I think Who a little cares? bit more Tyler limited. Huntley's a G. I wouldn't even play Lamar. If uh, I don't know what game you watched last week, but Tyler Huntley did not look like a G. The, the same G that almost led that comeback against the uh, – uh, Green Bay, um, but I, I I think you for know, Pittsburgh their defense small. is just too much. <laughs> I think their their defense is just going to be too much for Baltimore. I think this is going to be like a terrible scoring game. Uh, it's going to come down to um, Boswell and Tucker. Um, I don't see a lot of touchdowns being scored, um, but if y'all could just give Najee Harris the ball it's, a couple times, it's coming and down I, between Boswell and Tucker, and you pick yeah. Boswell. I'm not saying no. Oh, okay, I want you to understand. Not, I'm not saying Tucker. Okay, I Tucker my fantasy team. First of all, I need him to have a great game. I'm just saying there's not going to be a lot of touchdowns, but I think if anybody's going to score, it's going to be the, the Steelers. Um, but yeah. Um, and then you, you mentioned the sack record. I just want to point out real quick. This is a fun fact. So Robert Quinn, um, 
set the Bears single season sack record this past mm-hmm. week by sacking Mike by, yeah, he sacked Mike Glennon. Um mm-hmm. a few years ago he also set the Rams single season sack record. Or sorry, single season <laughs> sack record. Worcestershire. <laughs> do, do you wanna know who he sacked in that game to set that record? Mike Glennon. He did. Had a boy. Poor Mike. Poor Mike, man. And she screwed him. Yep. Um, stepping stone of the NFL. <laughs> uh, moving on, our next game. Hold on, uh, can I change my pick? No. I uh, about it. We have New Orleans at I Atlanta. Like <laughs> I don't like you. Um, <laughs> so if New Orleans wins, I'll be on Tony's side. <laughs> if New Orleans wins, again, <laughs> if New Orleans wins. And San Francisco loses, New Orleans will get the, the last wild card spot in the NFC. With that being said, who do you have? I'm going to go ahead and take the spoiler. I'm going with Atlanta in this one. Um, New Orleans has been shaky on offense. Um, you know, you have Kamara, but... Kamara can only do so much. Um, now, granted, Atlanta's defense is absolutely garbage, so I might eat my words and Kamara might run, might run for six touchdowns. Um, but uh, the Saints defense hasn't been playing that great. Uh, the Falcons have gotten better throughout the season. Matt Ryan is is trying to prove that you know he belongs as a quarterback in this league, as a starting quarterback in this league. So I think he I think he goes off, has a good game for himself, um, and I think Atlanta pulls this out in a close one. Was it the Falcons they played last year when Kamara had four touchdowns on Christmas? Mm. I think it was. But hey, regardless, um, I'm going to go with uh, New Orleans. Um, I think, again, this is going to be a terrible offensive game. Uh, neither team really knows how to move the ball anymore. Um, it was the Vikings. Oh, it was. Okay. Oh, but, no, uh, it wasn't Christmas Day. But anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, six touchdown Christmas. There it is. Oh, six touchdown Christmas. There you go. Um, and I, actually, the Falcons did look pretty good in the second half, at least um, against the Bills last week. Or not second half. Sorry, the first half. Um, but I I think with so much on the line, and you still have Cameron Jordan on that Saints defense, he's just going to cause a lot of issues for for Matt he Ryan. He's been playing great this season. Yeah. Um. See, I'm going to go New Orleans. And I just need Kamara to have a really good day um, for me to win my fantasy championship. So I'm going to take that, too. Yeah, you just need Allen to have a good day and Kamara to have a good day and your whole fantasy team to have a good day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the whole point of a championship game. Simple. you got to show up to play, okay? All right, moving on. Uh, we, have <laughs> we have New England at Miami. Um, for New England, uh, they need Whoa. to – all right, I'm going through. Puberty. I don't know if it'll show up on the on the. I'm just going through puberty. It's okay. Uh, we have, if New England wins and Buffalo loses, they clinch to the division. Now there is also an outside chance that New England can clinch a first, uh, the first overall seed. They need Tennessee, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo all to lose, and they will clinch the first seed if they win. Um, but yeah, New England at Miami. Nick, who do you got? I have New England. Um, Miami got disappointed last week. They were on that nice win streak. Um, and even though it is in Miami, New England has a point to prove. 
Um, this is a game that I think that they want to win. Bill Belichick wants to win. Um, obviously, you know, kind of like we had talked about before, control what you can control, um, win the game, you know, let the rest up to God or Satan or whoever you happen to believe in. Um, but I, I think that, that New England is going to take this one. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go against you again just because, one, I enjoy being the antithesis of you. That's a big word for Elmo. Was a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, and, and it's only for the sole reason that for some reason, whenever New England plays in Miami, they just suck. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's they got so used to the cold and now they're playing in the heat. Um, but they always just struggle in Miami. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Miami. Um, moving on, uh, San Francisco at the Rams. Um if Los Angeles wins, they clinch the division. Um, if they lose and Arizona wins, Arizona will clinch the division. Now, for San Francisco's San Francisco, <laughs> like we already mentioned, um, they need to win to clinch the wild card. Um, so, Nick, San Francisco at Los Angeles, who do you got? I'm going, I'm sending it. I'm going San Fran. Um, I think Yeah, yeah, I'm going San Fran. I think that Matt Stafford is going to have uh, at least a two-turnover day. Um, and the way that San Fran's been playing lately, especially with that run game, uh, obviously George Kittle being George Kittle. Um, Trey Lance has been serviceable for, during the season when uh, Garoppolo wasn't in the game. Um, I don't even know. See, this is why we need an injury analyst. Um because I'm not even sure. I know Garoppolo was out. But... I think he's questionable this week. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't know if he was on his way back or not. Um, but regardless, um, I, I think, like I said, Lance has been serviceable. Um, I don't think they're necessarily worried about that. They rely on their run game a good amount. Um, so as long as the run game's healthy and working well, uh, I don't think they're going to have an issue. Their defense has been playing good. Um, and... While the Rams defense has also been playing good, that offense or Rams defense has also been playing good. The offense um, has been questionable at times, and like I said, Matt Stafford likes giving the ball up. Um, so I think San Fran's going to take advantage of that and get themselves into the playoffs. I'm actually going to agree with you this time. Um, there we go. I think just the way Stafford's been turning the ball over recklessly right, so the lately. Rams are definitely going to win. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, He's just really struggled with his turnovers. Their running game has been hot and cold with uh, Sony Michelle. Um, not that the 49ers have been great, and especially without Garoppolo. Um, Lance just doesn't seem to like throwing the ball to uh, Kittle for whatever reason. Not that I think he's against it. I just think that the schemes they run when uh, Lance is in just doesn't accommodate Kittle well. I don't understand why people do that. That is annoying. Like, um... Washington does it. I, I forget. Oh, when we had Gary Gilbert in, we weren't running plays to get the ball to Terry McLaurin. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, I mean, you want to you want to tell me? I need George Kittle to go off again. Um, but anyway, uh, I I just think the the Forty Niners, um, are gonna go out there and control their own destiny and you know, leave San Francisco to the wolves basically. Mm. Um. Or, oh, sorry, wolves. sorry, the Rams to the Wolves. Uh, moving on. I, yeah, 
I said San Francisco was going to lead San Francisco to the Wolves. Yeah. There you um, go. Makes a lot of sense. It'd be young people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have the Sunday night uh, nightcap. The Chargers at the Raiders. Um, so if Los Angeles ties or wins, they will clinch the wild card. Um, if Las Vegas wins, they will clinch the wild card. Now, if Indianapolis loses and they tie, uh, both the Chargers and the Raiders will get into the playoffs. Um, so a lot of people have speculated that because the Indianapolis game is a 1 o'clock game, this is going to be an 8.30 game on Sunday night. Um, if if uh, Indianapolis loses, they're going to do nothing but just knead the ball back and forth, uh, <laughs> which I would honestly find hilarious. Um, <laughs> anyway. Like, what, uh, do you, yeah, what do you do about that, honestly? <laughs> Maybe that's what the debate should have been about. What would we do? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> what do you – because you want to – for the integrity of the game, you want to play the game. But, like yeah. – Maybe like play the game I, and I think they play. Score, like, yeah, I think they play and say the Chargers go up like fourteen. Like they just let up a miraculous fourth quarter comeback so that the Raiders can tie it. Yeah, they uh, go for two. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, like they're walking to the half and they have like a backroom meeting. Like hey, listen, all right, we'll let you guys come back. You tie it. We we both go to the playoffs. And they're like yeah, okay. And they do like a freaking uh, convicts from the longest yard, and they just <laughs> fuck it and win. Uh, oh my god. That would be hysterical. But uh, anyway, who, who do you got? <laughs> um, I really I don't know. Every time I've had faith in the Chargers, they let me down. Every time I doubted them, they proved me wrong. Um, same thing with the Raiders. Uh I personally think that the Chargers are a better team. Um, I think their defense is better, I think their offense is better. Um But the Raiders have shown out when they needed to. And and it, it's it's in Vegas um, for a playoff chance, or not even playoff chance for a playoff berth. I'm I'm gonna have to go the Chargers, or obviously a tie. And I only did that because I seen you typing in the notes, and I wanted to agree with you. You just you <laughs> helped me make my decision. Oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to say Las Vegas uh, or the tie. Um, and this hurts me because I really want Herbert to get into the playoffs. And I think oh, he plays dude, well. been on Herbert's pecker the entire season. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's, I have been since he was a, in, in college. So yeah, that's fair. Don't, don't act like, I mean, it, don't act like duh, it's something new. But... <laughs> okay? um, it wasn't even that great in college. I thought he was going to be a bust. I was wrong about Justin Herbert. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what games you were watching, but he was pretty good in college. Uh, I'm gonna. I was right about Jake Fromm, though. I want to be honest about that. I, I don't know who thought he was <laughs> gonna be a good quarterback because <laughs> Georgia good. deserves to never win a national title for what they did to freaking. Uh, oh hell, I can't think of his name now. Oh, Justin Fields. <laughs> so did you know that that Justin You're, Fields was uh Fromm's backup? Was he really? Yeah, so the year Georgia went to the national championship game, Fromm was a starter, Fields was a backup, and then the next year, Fields, he should have started, uh, but they decided to stick with Fromm, and he said, screw you, and left and went to Ohio State. There you go. Yeah, so then he, that just fucked you over, because then he beat the shit out of Penn State. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, getting, getting off track, uh, I'm going... As always. Uh, Raiders. <laughs> 
I'm going uh the Raiders <laughs> for Steve Man. And uh <laughs> I, I want I want the Raiders to win, but if they don't, I want them to tie just for the chaos. Um Yeah, just because like just I want to know how they do it. Like, yeah, I want them to tie. Now I I want Indianapolis to win their game. I did pick Jacksonville because I think Jacksonville's gonna win. Um, so I'm if I'm right. I just I'm love chaos. So I, I yeah, really exactly like yeah. it's gonna be crazy because it's the perfect season for it. Yeah, like the how way... many seasons in Sunday Night Football do you have two teams facing each other that need to tie to both make it into the playoffs? Like. Probably more often than I can imagine, if I'm being honest with myself now. But, well, I don't know. Whatever. All right. Well, that wraps up our NFL uh, weekend preview. Um, Nick, why don't, why don't you talk to us a little bit about some women's basketball? Yes, sir. So, I thought this would be a good idea. Uh, we're not sexist on this podcast. We don't mean to sound sexist. But, no, mainly... Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You got you to gotta make sure, like, mainly, you know... We always talk about the people and what the people want. Well, you know, we talk about men's sports, but what about the people that enjoy the women's sports, whether it's women or men who enjoy women's sports? Um, so we're going to try to get in, try to integrate it in a little bit, um, you know, try to be more knowledgeable so that we have things to cover. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we can get more content for you guys. Uh, but we just decided because um, neither one of us really have any knowledge of the women's basketball so we just figured uh we'd recap the top 10 um in the top 25 poll uh so sitting at number 10 you have maryland number nine you have texas eight you have michigan seven you have tennessee six you have indiana five nc state four arizona uh and your top three number three is louisville Number two is Stanford, and number one is South Carolina. Very exciting stuff. Uh, I think this is, I forget how long you said it's been, but this is the first time in, it's got to be over at least like 10 years, that uh, UConn wasn't ranked in the top 10 because they have two losses now. Um, so, yeah, this is a, just a year of parody in all sports. It's, very interesting yeah. to watch. Um, but moving on, and you probably thought we forgot, uh, we have the NCAA championship on Monday between Alabama and Georgia. Um, so just real quick, because we do have this picked in Bowl Mania, but we want to say our, our, our votes out loud for you guys. Um, I didn't then, have either one of these teams in the championship. <laughs> neither did I. I so, uh, Nick, who do you got? Also, you can go back know. in and pick who you think is going to win. Not that it matters because oh. you're in, like, seventh place. but Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about this on actually, like, all day at work. I was like, um, you know, we had mentioned uh, in the last podcast the uh, SEC championship game and how lopsided that was. Um, obviously, we want to see a good game here. <laughs> it's the college national championship um will we see a good game i don't know um the way georgia played against michigan made me feel like they were a different team but then again it was only two weeks ago or two weeks before that give or take maybe a little longer than that i don't know that they played uh bama so 
I, I want to go with Georgia. It's just very hard for me because Alabama's Alabama. But. Yeah. Nah, that... I'm going Alabama. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's very hard for me to forgive Georgia for what they did and giving us Jake Fromm. So, yeah, I'm going to go Alabama too. I think this is a close game. I think it's like Giving a lot like their. Uh, Justin Fields. Yeah. I think it's a lot like uh, the, I believe it was a 2017 championship game uh, when it went to overtime. Mm. Um, no. Yeah, yeah 2017. Uh, it no. sounds right, but is it right? <laughs> it's me, so it's probably not right. Either way, the last time these two played in the national championship game, I think it's going to be a lot like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to Alabama. So congratulations, Georgia. Congratulations, Georgia. <laughs> I think maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's when both of us pick the same team. I don't know. There's definitely. But no, that means it has to be one of us. That's that's the bad luck. Because I mean, if we both pick the same team, yeah, that team's gonna lose. But if if I would have picked a different team, I I guess I should have picked Georgia then, because then we would have known who's the the, the real jinxer. Is that even a this word? Is true. Jinx. I believe it's just Jinx, the real Jinx. Also, we're gonna we're gonna see about the possibility of doing a, a watch along with the both of us next week. Um, see if that's possible between our work schedules and uh, getting the technology figured out because we're not exactly the smartest people in the world. Nope. Um, so, but we will we will keep you updated on that. So pay attention to the social medias for that. And go follow. Them. Yeah, I know please. you haven't already. Yeah, that's. Really depressing. Looking at Instagram, it needs six followers, man. <laughs> Hannah yells at me. Tells me I'm a failure. Two of them are my burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I use the Twitter like it's my burner. And then you, you're like, yo, like, did you retweet this? Should we debate this? I'm like, honestly, I don't remember retweeting that, but yeah, sure. <laughs> you really do. It really is your burner account. I see retweets, and you'll like put comments on it sometimes, and I'm like, I'll be like, "That's George. That's not Jack Wagon Sports." <laughs> no, if if I leave a comment on it, then it's it's me like trying to like get it out there, and like, hey, oh. if somebody's scrolling through like other replies to this, and they'll see ours, maybe follow us. If I just like retweet something, oh no, like like when you when you quote the tweet, when you retweet it, not like comment. Sorry. Yeah, like when I quote the tweet, that's me. If I just retweet it and don't say anything. And that's that's just me being dumb and not realizing I'm on the wrong account. It happens. Which happens a lot, honestly. Yeah, it does. And also I just I just wanna put a quick blurb out there. Uh it has been blurb. over Sorry. two weeks Sorry. since since I left Nebraska and I am still deaf in my left ear. <laughs> um so please wear your hearing protection if you ever go shoot a fifty cal gun. Okay, in all fairness though, you were kinda of deaf before that. Yeah, but my ear wasn't constantly ringing. Now it just rings yeah, nonstop. It is what it is. You know, buddy Stevie. He's fine. <laughs> Whatever. It's been a long day. It has. All right, buddy. Why don't you fill us in on what our debate is? Mm. So, uh, to well, to start us off here. Uh, some slight news in the in the college football world. So Caleb Williams, the quarterback for Oklahoma. Wait, um, how did you just say that name? Caleb Williams. <laughs> I don't know why, but my dumbass heard Caleb. I was like, excuse me. 
maybe <laughs> I did. I don't know. But Caleb Williams <laughs> and Taylor Gabriel. Uh, on oh, I, I should have finished the first sentence. That's my fault. Um, Caleb Williams. I said it's been a long day. Caleb Williams uh, transferred. Or announced he was transferred yeah. away from yes from Oklahoma. Um, and Taylor Gabriel on the day that he was supposed to start classes at UCLA uh, announced and transferred to Oklahoma. Um, I, George, what, what do you think about this? I, I know you have some strong feelings. So what do you think? Do. Uh, and I, I did forget to write this down for you. Um, but yeah, so Taylor Gabriel was the starting quarterback at UCF last year. Um, okay, I, I remembered seeing about him, but yeah. I couldn't remember what damn position so he, he played. <laughs> he, he played there. He started. Um, he got hurt, I think, I want to say, like halfway through the season. Came back, and UCF just still wasn't all that good. Uh, they had like a middle-of-the-pack season. Um, decided before the bowl game that he was going to transfer, and honestly, he might have he decided before that. But decides he's going to transfer. Um, eventually decides on UCLA. Uh, yeah, so he was supposed to start classes on Monday. Um, and then like Monday morning, Caleb Williams came out and he said, listen, I, I want to open up my options. He's like, I'm not saying I'm leaving Oklahoma. I'm entering the portal, but he's like, I could very well choose to come back here. I just want to see what my options are. Um, and so he announces he's entering the portal and Taylor Gabriel immediately was like, yeah, I'm leaving UCLA and I'm transferring to Oklahoma. <laughs> um, and so my, I take a great issue with that because it's it's one thing if you want to leave a school like hey you know this this isn't as good of a fit for me as you know what I thought it was going to be something like that you know I want to be closer to home closer to my family whatever I understand that I think you should only be allowed and the old NCAA transfer rules were way too strict and then a few years ago they just like completely relaxed them and now you can transfer whenever you want however many times you want um which I just think is ridiculous I think the rules should be you get to transfer. You can only transfer once per year. So, like Gabriel deciding he was transferring to UCLA, that was his. He's done. He can't transfer again two months later and decide to go to Oklahoma. Um, and I think you should also only be allowed to transfer twice throughout your entire career. Um, and I, I don't. I don't like when you finish your four years and you go to your graduate program, whatever. You can choose a different school because your your school might not have a master's. Like that's understandable. That's not in my mind what a transfer is, but like just transferring in between semesters and all this other stuff. Um, I, I think you should only get two transfers for your entire four years. Um, I, I understand what the NCAA was trying to do, and they got tired of all the backlash for allowing some people to transfer and not some people. Um, but it's basically just created like free agency in in college football, and that's not what college football is. Like if you you made a decision, you made a commitment to go to a school. Um, I'm a strong believer in honoring that commitment, um, and I think that's it's different from you know transferring than it is opting out of bowl games. Opting out of bowl games is usually done to protect your your best interest for going into the draft, um, whereas transferring is just like okay, I don't like this school anymore i don't like this coach he's not as you know as good as i thought he was i'm gonna go play with this guy oh i don't like this guy either so i'm gonna transfer again and i just think that's a little too ridiculous and and um i, I believe it was Dabo sweeney basically came out and said like it, it's free agency now like that that's what you're giving these, these kids and especially with you know the introdu introduction of the nil and all this other stuff it's like okay well 
hey, I might not start at this school, but I'll get a ton more money if I just go there and, you know, sign all these deals, whatever. Um, so I, I think they, they need to implement some stricter rules for transferring um, just because I think it's it's gone polar opposite of what it used to be, and it's just it's way out of hand. Um, and then you have people like Nick Saban uh, just sitting there, and this is not a knock on him by any means, but he just – hangs out down there in Alabama and everybody's like, well, I want to go win a national championship. Where else am I going to do that? And they, they pick Alabama and, you know, they get a lot of great recruits and now granted they do have some that leave too. Um, but I feel like that's, that's more few and far between. And if it is, it's usually after they win a national championship, like, okay, you know, I was, I was on the bench. I got the, I got a ring. Now I can actually transfer somewhere and go play. Um, yeah, I just think the NCAA needs to step in and make some stricter rules. Um, find a happy medium to what it was years ago to what it is now. And, you know, limit basically, like I said, what has become free agency. Yeah, um, I, I slightly disagree with you on this. And um, I, I do agree that that the, the free agency aspect of it is, is not good for the, the college game, the way that college is supposed to be, um, you know, with, like you said, with NIL and everything, like it's like, it's like you're in the pros, but with people your size, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's, I'm all for the NIL and, um, and all that. And, and I do appreciate, uh, the transfer portal. Um, but what I dis- disagree with you on is, I-, I definitely think that at the very minimum, one per collegiate year would be acceptable. Because if you think about it, like at the end of the day, I- and I think, and not I think, I'm just as guilty of this. Like we tend to look at these players like they are in the pros. Like we look at them as college athletes but we don't look at them as you know college scholars and at the end of the day 98 percent of these kids you know don't have a promised future in the nfl i i, I it's probably 99 percent of these kids don't have um a promised future in the nfl so their education really is more important than you know whatever they're doing on that field on, on saturdays So, you know, as someone who's been to college and wasn't enjoying his experience, not because of necessarily the college or anything, just, you know, different circumstances, um, you know, I I understand what it's like to want to get my education somewhere else. Um, So I, I definitely think to be able to transfer at least once, you know, during the collegiate year. Now, I personally believe during the off season, again, um, you and I talked about this a little earlier. I think the official off season of like college football should start after bowl games. But I understand that it's difficult to, you know, ask kids to hang around till, you know, the new year when they might be wanting to transfer somewhere else. So whatever, um, that part doesn't necessarily matter. Um, but I think that once the off season starts, I, I think in a way, um, like, I don't think it should be a free agency, but I what I want to say is that I support during that offseason kids who 
might not be happy with their playing time, you know, so they want to reach out to see. Because uh, to the point that Caleb Williams made, he is not allowed to talk to other schools about what they could offer him. Now, obviously, he probably was looking at being a starter in Oklahoma unless the coach came in that brought a QB. Um, but still, he didn't know who the coach was going to be, yada, yada, yada. So, obviously, he wanted to see what else was out there. So, like, I, I could definitely understand something like that. Or maybe, again, you're not getting the playing time you were getting because that's all kids care about nowadays. We've talked about it before. They want that playing time. And, and I support, you know, uh, maybe second-string running back entering the transfer portal or second string QB entering the transfer portal because he wants to go get playing time and get start somewhere. Um, because all that's going to do is make the game, the game itself better because schools are going to start getting more recruits that they don't normally get. And eventually, you know, it's going to sort of even out as teams slowly get better. Kids are going to realize, okay, like I could really go anywhere. Now, obviously you're going to have schools that dip up and down just like, pro teams and pro franchises dip up and down but um you know pretty for the most part especially within the past it's probably been 15 years now at least 10 years um it's been the alabama show with a team stealing it every once in a while like and and that's part of the transfer portal these other teams are getting these top recruits and helping out um and we're seeing we're starting to see um teams compete and maybe not necessarily with Alabama yet, but we're starting to see teams compete um, within their divisions with teams that they weren't able to compete with before. Uh, I, just to your point, I just want to say I don't think any of these kids give a damn about their education. And like, it, uh, I think when when you're doing this this transfer process, like you sit there and. If you do care about the academics of a school or whatever, then that's something that you need to focus on when you're picking a school to transfer. Well, no, uh, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, we're sitting here focusing on, like, the the quote-unquote superstars of college football, like higher-end, you know, like starting quarterbacks and whatnot. But, like, if you change a rule based on what these guys do, you're affecting, you know, the third stringer that, you know, has to has to work his ass off you know, to, to even be on the team. And maybe he worked his ass off and he's not happy with the team he's on after he worked his ass off to get it. And he wants to transfer. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what you got to think about who all you're affecting. Because again, even though these are the guys that we talk about, the ones that do the dramatic moves, like any rule is going to affect every single person, you know, in the collegiate athletic world. And, and I get that. I'm just saying, I don't, like somebody shouldn't be able to go in and transfer every single year. No, like I like, just think I, it's beyond. That's I why I said with, I would limit it to two, you get yeah. two transfers in even, four years. Even in the then, off season, I think you can only you should only be able to transfer once. Like oh yeah no yeah that you, that rule decide, definitely needs to change. Yeah yeah if you decide now like I said one collegiate year I think I I think in my opinion anybody should have the ability to transfer after the season is over if they so choose, but um. I said the one per that way we don't have things like like this. Like if you transfer, you transfer. That's fine. Right. But you're going to have but to wait yeah, until you, yeah, you next to, college year. Exactly. To, you need to stick with that decision. Yeah. And, and like, you know, don't get me wrong. I can understand Taylor Gabriel, you know, you're supposed to start at UCLA. Oh, Oklahoma pops up. Maybe they, maybe they say something to him. You know what I mean? Maybe they're like, hey, 
you're in the tra- you've seen you were in the transfer portal now like i i'm not sure how that works at that commitment level like do you actually physically have to start the classes because te- like technically at some point it's not a you know what i mean like yeah so i think i think i don't want to i don't think it was a winter class i think ucla was just starting ucla starts early because i know oregon does because when they played ohio state in 2014 for the national championship they had to like cut their practices short um because you're only allowed to practice so many hours while you're doing classes or whatever and since oregon started their classes a week before ohio state they they delimit their practices whereas ohio state could do whatever they want Mm. um and so I th- I'm pretty sure that's a lot of, like, the West Coast schools do that. Um, so I'm sure UCLA was just starting their classes regularly on Monday. Yeah. And I'm assuming he, like, it, well, ha- well, how the transfer portal works is he heard this news and he had to, like, go back into the transfer portal then and, like, redeclare for the transfer portal and then, like, go to Oklahoma. Like, he couldn't just uh, call an Oklahoma coach and before he did it, like, hey, listen, do you guys want me to come there? Just because, like, that's not how – that's illegal. You, you have to be in the portal to be able to talk to coaches and stuff like that. Um, but I, I just don't agree with how he did it. Or, and the fact that somebody can't Well, see, like, what I'm, what I'm kind of thinking here is, like, it all happened the same day. So how do you enter the transfer portal? The coach finds out. Co- coach contacts you or you contact – you know what I mean? Like, a day seems like a very fast time for no pre-involvement to have happened. Yeah, I mean, but like, it is, I, I mean, I don't know. It is twenty twenty one. If he had like, previous contact, like maybe I guess I could see it. Like you're like, hey, I'm entering the transfer portal. As soon as you walk out the building, hey, coach, remember me? Like, <laughs> I mean, I well, guess I, I can I, see it. But I think it's more so the, uh, just I mean, it's the way technology works in twenty twenty one. Like, there, I I am almost certain, like Oklahoma, especially after Williams announces he's going to the portal, they have a coach just sitting there all day, just click and refresh on the portal page. Like, okay, like who's available is there any juco players on there like what what's going on and then all of a sudden you see taylor gabriel pop up and like i'm sure they called him like hey like i thought you went to U- you're going to ucla all this other stuff and he's like well i saw the caleb williams news he's like i just want to see you so when i i don't want to go out and say that somebody straight up colluded and they're like listen hey he's leaving you should come here especially with williams saying yeah like i'm i'm not 100 percent sh- Sure, I want to leave Oklahoma. I just want to see what my options are. Um, and also, I just want to point out, um, there's a guy on TikTok. Uh, I think it's, it's Big Mac from Barstool. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm getting his name wrong, but he has a very interesting theory. It's called the transfer portal theory. And a lot of these QBs that are transferring are going to schools where their girlfriend goes to school. Um, like, Taylor Martinez from Nebraska transferred to Kansas State, and his girlfriend plays volleyball at Kansas State. Um, and he has an interesting connection between Caleb Williams and a supposed girlfriend that goes to UNC. So he's predicting that Caleb Williams is going to go to UNC, which I would honestly like to see. Um, right. I, th- I think that'd be a lot That's of fun good. to watch, and I would definitely go back to a game next year for that. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, uh, we're, we're going to wrap up this episode now. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed it and our stupid ramblings, as always. Um, yeah, there's a great time. <laughs> a busy weekend ahead of sports. Uh, we are very excited to get into it. Um, like I said, keep your eyes out for an uh, announcement about the watch-along on Monday uh, for the National Championship game. And uh, interact with us on social media. Uh, you know, Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, let us know 
what you guys are thinking uh, about anything that's going on in the sports world, uh, what you guys think about the podcast, etc. Um, other than that, uh, check out the merch store and have a great weekend. That's all I got. What do you got, Nick? Uh, yeah. Um, like you said, show the love. Show the love on the social media. Show the love on the merch site. Um, you know, even the slightest interactions, a like, you know, a comment, whatever. Um, everything helps. Everything goes a long way, and we appreciate all of it. Um, but really, you know, we're still looking for feedback and want to know what we're doing well, what we could do, be doing better, what you want to hear about, what you don't want to hear about. Um, so feel free to send DMs or comment under anything. Like, we're not shy of criticism. If you comment under something, nobody's going to be, you know, we're not going to be mad about it. Um, you know, I've been rejected just, my whole life. You, you ain't going to hurt my feelings, honey. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, you know, we want to be better. And we know that, you know, that means that people are going to have to tell us what we're doing wrong. So don't be scared. Um, you know, but, uh, but no, definitely have a good weekend. It's going to be a great one in sports. Um, some drama, some entertainment, um, you know, and, and we look forward to talking to you on the other side. Yeah, we will be back Tuesday to break down all the exciting action from this weekend. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Um, yeah, you guys have a great weekend, and we will see you in the next episode. Yes, we will. Take care. Bye-bye. Who's got internet that's never lagging? Whose groceries do their own bagging? Who's got hair worth extra bragging? With pants that aren't too sagging. They only put up with a little nagging. Who's hotter than a fire-breathing dragon? Jack Wagon.